Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. How y'all doing this evening? Amen. I just wanted to share a little something I studied today that kind of got me a little fired up, and I want to share it with you guys. I was reading, reading the word today, and while I was reading, you know, just doing some reading for myself, and as I was studying, I just came across something that I enjoyed that it it blessed me. So I said, you know what? Instead of keeping it to myself, I'm gonna go ahead and share this word and. I'm going to share with you guys, but, but hey, Lonnie, I'm going to share with you guys. I was, I was studying the day off, just doing a little light reading, looking for my daily bread, trying to find something to eat in the Word, and I found something that was pretty good in there. So I said, you know what, let me share. So where y'all watching from tonight? We're getting ready to have a quick little spontaneous Bible study. Well, not really a Bible study. I just want to share with you what what I was reading today, praise God. And I'm going to do this more often as we move forward because I know with the, we haven't been able to gather a lot, but with technology, we can kind of get together whatever we want. So y'all talk to me and share it, invite people. I'm going to share it with y'all just for a few minutes, just one little parable, and then I'll be gone. So you got to jump on quick. So let me share with y'all what I was reading. Where y'all watching from? Y'all say hello. Hello. How y'all doing tonight? I'm going to wait for y'all. Y'all invite a few people because this going to bless somebody. Bless him. That's Brother Ely from the Capuchin Parish. Praise God. Now, y'all talk back to me when I'm teaching this. We can fellowship a little bit. I can't, now, I'm going to see a lot of y'all tomorrow. I'm going to see a lot of y'all tomorrow. But I'm we're going to jump in this word right quick. Where y'all watching from? Y'all not telling Charles. Where y'all watching from? I see Lake Charles, Little Texas. Praise God, little Texas in the house. Where y'all watching from? All right, so I'm about to jump in this word, so y'all better hurry up, because I want to be in and out. Praise God. So y'all talk to me. The boot. Hey, Ebony, I know, right? Where my little buddy? Where Papa and all the little babies? We miss y'all, too. Hopefully, we can see y'all tomorrow. Hello, Miss Roy. Karen Crow. Karen Crow. That's right. Look, Ebony. H-Town. Okay, H-Town. I see y'all, H-Town. H-Town coming through. <laughs> well, I'm going to share some of this word with y'all. Like I said, what happened is today, look, she say LC. She proud of her little Lake Charles. Never sold her. So, look, I'm going to give y'all this parable. Praise the Lord. That's Brother Herbert. Brother Herbert, man, how you doing? Man, I haven't seen you in a long time, man. How you been, man? Good to see you. I miss you singing, man. I miss you singing, praise God. You used to bless me. Oh, he throwing down. Uh, all right. So look, we fellowshiped a little bit. Let me jump in this word right quick. So look, if y'all grab y'all Bible, let me give y'all these scriptures. And again, this was some from some of my personal reading. I was reading today, and as I was meditating on it, it blessed me so much. I said, you know what? I need to share some of this. So I'm going to start doing that. Praise God. So look, grab your Bible and let's go to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. And we're going to go verse 14 to 30. It's one parable, but you don't want to miss it. So Matthew 25, 14 to 30. 
and I see a few of them, even the social media team didn't even know I was going to do this. So I surprised them too. Bless the Lord. <laughs> so look, Matthew 25, 14 to 30. And I'm going to just share. This was for me, but I'm going to share it with you. Okay, so let's start. So let's look at the first verse. All right. He said, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Now, I want y'all to think about how profound this is. He say, now, anytime Jesus gave a parable and he used terms like liken unto or as is or is as, he's getting ready to let you know that in order for you to grasp the, the, the impact of what I'm getting ready to share with you, you've got to understand this natural thing. And so when he starts teaching on those natural things, what happens is when he starts teaching on those natural things, but there's a lot of principles in there and there's a lot of concepts in there. And so what you got to do first, when you read in parables from Christ, you go back and you study the natural thing he taught on. You grab all the concepts, you grab all the principles and then you say, okay, this principle that just resonated with me, the kingdom of God is like unto it or is as or is like this. And so that'll help you when you study the teachings of Christ. That's why I use parables. Word parable means parallel. So let me show you why it blessed me. It said the kingdom of heaven is like a man going into a far country. So in other words, Jesus said, okay, I came to the earth and I found people. And I taught for about three years. I'm going to share with them. Hey, this is my assignment. This is my mission. <laughs> Boom, I'm gone. So when he left, he said, okay, this is what the kingdom of God is like. I'm going into a far country. The parallel is I'm going back to heaven. I'm going home. But when I leave, I'm going to turn my goods or the talents or the callings of God or the giftings of God. He said, I'm going into a far country. But I'm going to turn my kingdom over to you. I'm going to put my kingdom in y'all hands. Now, follow me. So when Jesus left, when Jesus left, Jesus left and he called his apostles, his prophets, his pastors. He called all kind of helps and governments and admin. He had all these things in his mind of what he wanted his church to look like. And then he just started calling people. He called Nicodemus. Uh, he called one Nathaniel. He said, when I saw you on the fig tree, I saw you. I called you. I knew who you were. He called Matthew. He called some that was sitting by the sea. He called Peter. He was fishing. He just started calling people, calling people. And he knew in his mind that he was trying. You ever had something in your mind? You knew what you were trying to build? So his mind was to build the kingdom, build the church, just like you. If you've got vision and you've got things you want to build, you can see it. It's in your mind. It's profound. And then you say, okay, I need to build a team. <laughs> he said, I need to build a team because when I build my team, I'm leaving. <laughs> so you know that one day you've got to leave what you build and you've got to leave it in the hands of other people. So Jesus said, I'm getting ready. to. When I leave here, I'm going to turn this over to you. So he turns over talents. Now he used a parable of talents, but he's trying to, it's, it's deeper than talents. Remember what I told you, when you're looking at the parables of Christ, the first thing you got to do is understand the natural principles, concepts, extract them, put them in parallel with the kingdom, okay? File it in your memory bank when you're studying the parables of Christ. 
If you understand the whole natural thing he taught on, then you parallel it to the kingdom of God. Now, look what he said. He said he turned his goods over to the people in the kingdom. Now, listen to this very well, because that's why it blessed me. It really stirred me up. It fired me up. It motivated me even more. Let me show you why. He gave unto one five talents. Now, the Greek word for talent is talenton. And that just simply means a balanced weight or money. So what he was saying is he, he started this. He started, he said, a natural guy started passing talents out. Now, look what he was expecting. He said he gave one five, he gave one two, and he gave another one one. He said to every man according to his several ability. So that's why comparison kill off the top. Because you can't compare yourself to other people because the Lord distributes different talents or different amounts or different giftings and they're particular or uniquely customized. And there's proof of that. Everywhere. You can just look at your hands. Even if I had an identical twin, my identical twin fingerprints wouldn't even be the same. So you got to know in your mind there's nobody that God is given what he has given you. So that's why we don't need to fight. We don't need to argue. We don't need to bicker. We don't need to compete. We don't need to war. We don't need to do none of that. Because he said he gives to every man according to his ability. So in other words, when you understand the Greek meaning of that word talent, it says he gives everybody a balanced weight, an amount that they can handle. Praise God. God is going to give you according to what you can handle. And he's going to... Now look at this. Now, this is... This is why this, this parable blesses me, because you can see the business mind of God in the distribution of these talents. He said he gave to one five, he gave to one two, and he gave to one one according to their ability. Meaning when God calls you, God already know your ability. He already know what you can do. So he's going to invest in you according to what he thinks you can handle. Praise God. So when he say my yoke is easy and my burden is light, what he's saying is I already know what you can handle. So I'm going to invest in you what I know you can handle. Now, everybody that God calls into the kingdom, he's going to invest something in you. What he's going to invest a preaching gift in you, an apostolic gift in you, a prophetic gift in you, an evangelistic gift in you, an intercessory type ministry, a prophetic ministry. If he called you to sing, write music, whatever God calls you to do, because the Bible says there's helps in the kingdom. Helps can fall under singing. It can fall under music. He say there's governments. You got to know, hey, what has, what has Christ gifted me to do in the kingdom? And once you know what Christ has gifted you to do in the kingdom, now this parable gonna get heavy. So y'all don't leave, don't, don't, don't get lost on this parable. Because once you understand what Christ was saying in this parable, when you understand what Christ is saying in this parable, then you're gonna take your gifting more serious, and you're not gonna be so quick to let somebody move you off your gift. Now look, now look, he says, so Christ. Boom, I'm gone. I'm going back to heaven. I turned my kingdom over to humans. I turned it over to apostles, prophets, governments, admins, intercessors, all of you guys, praise and worship, whatever you do for Christ, boom, I'm turning it over to you. Now, look what he said. I'm giving it to you according to your ability. Now, this is beautiful, and then I'm going to move on. He said one person, he decided to only give him one. When he gave him that one, what he was saying is, even though I know that they're not going to bring too, too much to the table. 
I'ma still give them an opportunity to see if maybe they can turn this into something, but I'm not going to invest too much because I, he cut. In other words, if God knows you're not going to be productive, he's a businessman. He's going to minimize his risk. He's not going to pour his oil out. He don't, he's not going to, if it wastes, he's not going to waste much. <laughs> Praise God. He's a genius. So I see the business side of God in this. He's an investor. He invests in you. Now look what he said though. Pay attention. I told y'all this, this, this parable stirred me up today. <laughs> so then he that received five talents, he went and traded with the same and he made him other five talents. So look what this is saying. <laughs> Once you perceive what God has given you, and if you are five, if God has invested five talents in you, God is only going to invest five talents in you because he knows you're going to max out. And the title of this thing, I call it max out because I was connecting it to how my mind worked. <laughs> because I'm the kind of person that when I leave this world, I don't want to leave one drop on the earth. But when I leave, I want it to be said he gave everything he had. He left it all on the court. He left it all in the kingdom. He left it all. I know he loved God. He labored. He worked hard. He took care of his family. This wasn't a lazy guy. If I leave this world, then people can say he maximized what God gave him. I'm good. I used to play ball. Then they used to say, man, you make all kind of faces when you play. And I didn't realize it. But then when I started to think about it, what I realized was I was playing from my spirit. I was playing with all of my heart. I was playing with all of my might. And in me playing with all of my heart and all of my might, it would be manifested in my in my face. And so it is in God and so it is in anything you do. You gotta have passion in what you do. You cannot serve God lukewarm. You cannot serve God with no zeal, with no enthusiasm. Because if you don't serve God with energy, passion, and enthusiasm, you'll never multiply the gifting that God has given you. Because when the storms come and the opposition come and adversity come, it's gonna smother your gift because you don't have the passion to keep you going. So if you're doing anything in God and business and ministry and work, can you feel the passion leaving? You've got to go before God and get that thing rekindled because you're going to face so much opposition that you'll never multiply the talent that God has given you because you've got to have passion for God. You've got to, you've got to serve God with a fervent spirit. You've got to serve God with energy. You've got to serve God with enthusiasm. Anything you do in life, if you don't have the passion and the enthusiasm behind it, because you will never max out. If you're just going through the motions lethargically, you won't max out in business, you won't max out in your marriage, you won't max out in your career, you won't max out in overcoming sin, you won't max out in nothing because it's the passion, it's the zeal, it's the drive that you have. That's what's going to make you keep pushing when things get hard. So if you find things getting hard for you, then you got to say, hold on, I don't have my drive that I used to have. I don't have my zeal that I used to have. I don't have my fervor that I used to have. You will never max out all of your abilities if you serving God and it's just a task to you. It's just a chore to you. It's a burden to you. You will never become the full potential of what God has called you to be. Because in order for you to fulfill all that God has called you to be, you got to love it. You got to love it, praise God. So he said, I gave one five. He said that five turned it into five. He said, I gave one, two. That two turned it into another two. He said, so now look, 
Now look, pay attention. I told y'all this parable blessed me. But he that received one, <laughs> he went and he dug in the earth and he hid his Lord's money. Now this part right here, it spoke to me because I'm like, man, you can't, if God give you something, you can't let barriers of any kind get in your way. You can't blame anybody for stopping you from maxing out. But when I say max out, I mean fulfilling all that God has called you to do. So God in his wisdom, he knew this person wasn't going to max out. So he only gave him one talent, praise God. Now look what happened. Look what happened. Verse 19. <laughs> After a long time, the Lord of that servant, he, the Lord of those servants came and he started reckoning with them. In other words, he came and he said, okay, apostle, what have you done with that apostolic anointing? Okay, prophet, what have you done with that prophetic anointing? Okay, evangelist, what have you done with that evangelistic oil? Okay, praise and worship leader, what have you done with that gift? Okay, admin, okay, governments, okay, helps, okay, ushers, okay, greeters, okay, business owners, okay, whatever you call it doing the kingdom. I don't care if it's cleaning the flow. I don't care if it's making sure the toilet working right. He gonna come one day and he gonna reckon with you individually by yourself and he's gonna wanna know you knew that I gave you a gift, a calling, an anointing, and talent. What you did with it. You're not going to be able to say, well, Corona came and I couldn't go to church and I couldn't pray and I couldn't fellowship and Corona came and and then the, the, the this came and, and then that came. and You're not going to be able to have none of those excuses because it's God that gifts you. And you can't let anything stop you from maxing out or fulfilling or multiplying. Because if you go all the way back to the book of Genesis, human beings are designed to be fruitful or productive and multiply, period. There's no excuse for that. So if you're not being fruitful, if you're not being productive, then you, hey, you got, you're going to have to reckon with God for that one day. All right. So let's go to the next one because I want to show you what happened. And so he that received the five, he came and he brought the other five. They reckoned it. They settling up. And he said, Lord, you gave me five. Behold, I'm gained beside them five more times. Praise God. So what God want to hear is, this is what I gave you. You went to work. You studied. You prayed. You, you did your fundamentals. You did your drills. You got better. I only gave you this. Boom, you turned it into this. Look what the Lord told him. His Lord said unto him, this is what Jesus is going to say when you maxing out. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. He said, you were faithful over a few things. He said, but enter thou, he said, I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the job of the Lord. He that received the two came and said, Lord, you only gave me two. He said, but you gave me two. He said, here's the other two. I gained two more. So it don't matter if you got five or two, or if you're called to be a prophet or innocent. It don't matter. Whatever God has given you to do, he is looking for more than what he gave you. That's the concept. 
And the only way you're going to give back more than what was given to you is you got to put the work in. You can't let nobody stop you. You can't have no excuses. You can't have, let, you can't blame nothing. You got to say, okay, God, you called me to do this. You gave me this gift. You gave me this idea. You gave me this spirit. You gave me this freedom. You can't, I'm, I'm going to max out. When I leave God, when I come face to face with my creator, my creator, only thing I want to hear him say is, you gave me two and I gave you back two. Praise God. But now this is the part that's going to bless you too. He that received one, look what this, look what this lazy rascal did. Lord, I knew you were the hard man, nothing but excuses. Anytime you meet somebody in your life and they always have excuses, a person full of excuses is never a person that's productive. Listen, you can never be productive if you're always full of excuses of why you can't get something done. You need to write that down because that's life right there. I don't care what you're trying to do. I don't care if you're trying to get lust out of you. I don't care if you're trying to break an addiction. I don't care what you're trying to do. If you always have an excuse of why you resort to that thing, you're never going to get free. You're never going to move forward. It's not going to happen because a person that makes an excuses, I'm going to show you what that's connected to. That's a spirit behind them excuses. Listen to me. He says, you reap where you didn't sow and you gather where you didn't straw. And I was afraid. <laughs> he said, and I was afraid. And so my fear caused me to go and hide my talent. And lo, here is mine that you gave me. Now listen to this. This boy or this individual told the Lord that gifted him, I was too afraid to step out. I was too afraid to, to, to speak up. I was too afraid to move forward. I was scared. I knew it was you lead me. I knew it was you called me. I knew it was you that gifted me. But I was scared. I was afraid. I was nervous. Listen to what the Lord told him. Because fear has torment, people. Anytime you're getting ready to move forward in life, fear of what can possibly happen is going to grab you. You cannot be afraid and follow God. You can't follow God with no courage. Because when you start putting away the things of this world, and when you start looking different, dressing different, acting different, it takes courage to break away from people that you've been around all your life. You can't be afraid and max out. Look what Jesus told him. His Lord answered him and said, you wicked and slow for serving. So he said he was afraid, but the Lord said, not maxing out, making excuses. A lot of people think wickedness is just murder, God, being an addict, lying. Y'all being afraid and being lazy, that's wicked. Y'all need to write that down. Wickedness is not just things that you know blatantly is sin. Praise God. But wickedness is laziness, Jesus said. He called them slowful. He said, if I'm giving you five, if I'm giving you two, and you don't turn it into another five, if you don't become productive, if you don't maximize, if all you give back to me is what I gave you, he said, the only way you cannot produce in God and move forward is if you're wicked and slowful. Praise God. There's literally no way you won't max out and be all that God has called you to be except you're slowful and you're wicked. So this is what you got to realize. 
This is what you got to realize. You got to start seeing it how God see it. God has gifted you with five, two, whatever he has gifted you with. God is expecting return on you. God is not expecting excuses. God is not expecting you to come. I don't care what you think your battery is. I don't care what you think stopping you. But Jesus said, if a mountain in your way and you got faith, can you say, hey, I see this mountain in my way. Your mountain can manifest in many ways. A sin thing you're trying to get rid of. Oh, any obstacle. Jesus was using mountain as anything in your way. He say, listen, I called you, and I know you're going to have mountains in your life, but if you can muster up the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to that mountain. Can tell that mountain, be removed, get out of my way. Be removed, get out of my way. Be removed, get out of my way. I don't care what mountain is in your way. I don't care. Christ don't care. He's looking for literally no excuses. Whatever that mountain, you can be trying to start a business and you look at your credit, man, I'm a 450. That's a mountain. Speak to it. Let's start paying your bills. Get somebody to clean it up. If God has gifted you to do it, figure out how to do it. Because when you get the idea in your mind, when you get it in your heart, if God is calling you to ministry and you got things in your way, that's mountains. Start speaking to them. Don't let the mountains that's in your way stop you and make you go back. God, I was afraid to speak to the mountain. God, I was scared. No, don't be comfortable. You can't be comfortable when you're walking with God. No way. Get that out of your mind. If you ain't going to walk with God, because there's a new season coming. Let me just share this with you. This is why it's made me so excited. Listen. Corona is not the end of the world. Corona came as something that Jesus told us that would come. But there is another side to this. And when we get past this, and we get back to moving and working in the kingdom of God, God is looking for people that's ready to max out, put their hand to the plow, leave it all on the floor. When you leave this world, you better not have a drop left in you. No excuses. And I'm telling you, this word fired me up today. I was reading this, and I say, Lord, I can't let nothing get in my way. I got to max out. I can, when I leave this world, I got to make sure that I fulfill everything, every gift, every talent. I don't care. When I leave, I don't want nothing left. I want it to be said, and I know when I stand before God, I want to be able to say, God, like Jesus said, he said, it is finished. He knew. He knew he maxed out. He knew he did. He told God, he said, Father, the work that you gave me to do, done. I'm finished with it. He said, now he said, I'm getting ready to go. So I'm leaving this world. I'm leaving them behind. Keep them and protect them. Keep them and protect. So let's look at this and we're going to finish this up. His Lord answered and said, look what his Lord answered. Speak it. Speak it. See, that's what I'm talking about. You know why I'm a comment on that statement? She said, speak to a salary increase 2020. I'm speaking it. She said, I can't wait. I want to help somebody else pay it. See, that's the kingdom mindset. <laughs> See, you're bringing me somewhere else, Sister Sandra. I didn't want to go to that. But that's kingdom mindset. You know why that's kingdom mindset? Because look what God said. He said, you're going to be the head and not the tail, above only, not beneath. What he's saying is, God is calling a lot of you to higher levels, but that fear and that slowfulness, you'll never get there. Praise God. You'll never get there. You don't have enough passion. You don't have enough drive. You'll never max out. You'll never become all that God is calling you to be. You can't get through the mountains of your 
of condemnation, mountains of guilt, mountains that guilt. Because some people, guilt can be a mountain. You can feel so bad about what you've done, and you know God has gifted you. You know God has called you. You kind of start speaking to those mountains. Speak to it like David did. David said, God, deliver me from this blood guiltiness. I've got ministry to do. I'm called. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I have things to do for you. I can't be stuck. Praise God. Some of you stuck. It's time to get unstuck. It's time to unlock all of these things that God has called you to do. Praise God. I told you I was a little fired up. I was just coming here to speak a little bit, but I'm really fired up. I'm really excited. So I hope I see some of y'all tomorrow. Praise God. So let me finish this little parable and then I'm gone because I got somewhere to go. He says, look what the Lord told him. <laughs> look what the Lord told him. Thou artest therefore to say, I put my money to the exchanges. Somebody say, you need to get moving. You need to be doing something. He said, and then at my coming, he said, when I come to reckon with you, I should have received my own with usury or interest. Y'all know what interest means? How many of you pay a car note and they have what's called compound or daily interest or daily per diem? When we call and we get a payoff, interest is calculated every day. So what God is saying is, if I'm investing in you, this is what God is saying. If I'm investing in you, when I come to reckon with you, when I come to settle up, I want more than what I invested. God said, I'm not, I'm not investing prophetic oil on you. Then you don't multiply this. You don't pour into somebody else. You don't develop nobody. You don't groom somebody. He said, uh-uh. I'm not, no. He said, who else have you been a blessing to? Who else is coming behind you? Who else is, are you raising up? Praise God. See, you got to get past level one. Level one is just worrying about you. No, the interest is when you start bringing a disciple up. When you start mentoring a young lady. When you start mentoring a young man. That's bringing interest. That's bringing fruit. That's, who else? You know, you, Jesus told Peter, he said, hey, man, when you get converted, I want some interest. Go grab your brother and bring somebody else in. But don't just sit up there and keep all of this to yourself and be all excited. No, he said, I want some interest. He told Peter, he said, hey, now that you are strong, go and grab one of those other believers that's not strong. He that's strong got it bad infirmities of the week. That's called interest. When you bringing people on your shoulder, when you putting a brother on your back, when you putting a, a sheep on your back, when you going in the mountains, hitting a backslider, and when you know a brother been overtaken in the fall, and you go restore him in the spirit of meekness, that's interest. And Jesus said, hey, I'm not just calling you to be saved. I want some multiplication here. I'm not going to invest a talent in you. I'm not going to invest a gift in you. I'm not going to, Jesus said, I'm not looking to invest in you, and all I get back is you. No, I want interest. I want more. I want other people coming to get what you have. Praise God. He wants a return on his investment, saints of God. And if you don't feel like you're giving a return, ROI, that's what it's called. God is a businessman. He's called, he wants return on investment, ROI. And that's how you're going to be crazy. He's going to come wrecking with you. So don't let nothing or nobody or no demon he said, on this, he said, on this rock, I'm going to build my church. He said, and the gates of hell are not going to prevail. So put somebody on your back and go get some interest. Start calling the people that, that have gone through this pandemic and start saying, hey, man, how you doing? I know you've been having a hard time. I know you're probably stressed out, but I'm coming to get you. 
I'm going to put you on my back. I'm coming to see how you're doing. I'm coming to buy you some groceries. I'm coming to pay that light bill. I'm coming to command something because this is what y'all got to realize. God gives seed to the soul. A lot of you wondering why you don't have seed to sow because you're stingy. Praise God. You got to start. You, once you get a heart to give and once you get a heart to sow, the Bible say he gives seed to the soul, people of God. All you need is the right heart and the seed coming. The seed coming. But if you just wanted to consume it upon your own lust, you're living at level one, y'all. You're living on level one. You've got to get past level one. In this next season, we're getting ready to go through on the other side of Corona. It's time to go past level one, just worrying about ourselves. And it's time to give some Lord, the Lord some ROI. If you know he called you to be a prophet, apostle, evangelist, pastor, teacher, government, help, praise and worship, cleaning up, greeting people at the door, social media. I don't care what he called you to do. You need to give him some return on his investment. I don't care what you think is a valid excuse. There is none. Somebody say no excuses. Max out. Then we getting ready to go. Somebody say no excuses. God wants some return on his investment. Time to get productive. Title level one. That's what I'm talking about. Level one. Look, because what's up, Lee? See that you can't be stingy, man. You can't be stingy because if you stingy, then that's level one. But when you start thinking about the kingdom, then when you start thinking about other people, it's biblical principles. Y'all, this biblical principles, let me just share this. And Can I share one more scripture? Let me share one more scripture. Man, I don't want to share another scripture because I really just want to give y'all this and then go. Hold on, let me see. Let me get up out of here. All right. Verse 28. Look at this. And this is what we're going to try to roll up out of here. He said, verse 27. Thou artest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. And then at my coming, I should have had some interest. ROI. So look what he said in verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which has ten. Businessman, God is brilliant. <laughs> he say, look, if I've invested in somebody and I'm getting nothing back, <laughs> he say, here's what I'm going to do. He said, when I reckon with this individual, <laughs> he said, when I reckon with this individual, if I got somebody that's not productive, <laughs> that's not maxing out, that's full of excuses of why they can't fulfill what I call them to do. He said, any smart businessman would do this. I'm going to take from the person that's not productive and I'm going to walk up to that level 10 or that five that gave me five more. And I'll say, because God is saying, I already know if I give it to this person, I already know it's multiplying. So a lot of times you can be in danger of losing your gift and losing your calling if you're not being productive because he's going to come wrecking. And if he don't find fruit on that tree, he gave y'all that. If he don't find it, he's going to curse it at the root and say, why should I let it continue to, to take space up out the ground? So you got to get it in your mind. God, I know you gifted me. God, I know you called me. God, I know you have put some kind of talent on my life. I'm maxing out. God, when I meet you face to face, all I want to do is say, God, you gave me five, here's five. God, you gave me two, here's two. God, you gave me four, here's four. Because that's all that should be on your mind. Because that's all that's on my mind. When I leave, 
I'm going to make sure that I give back more than what I was given. Praise God. Time to get some ROI. That's what Jesus is saying. All right. So let's finish this up so I can go. I got to take my son somewhere. And let me tell y'all what inspired this teaching. Verse 29, then I'm going to tell you. For everyone that has shall be given. He said, if you've been productive, I give you more. <laughs> Praise God. Y'all need to grab that. If you're in the kingdom of God, are you doing anything productive? The more you do, the more God is going to add to you. Praise God. He says, but from him that has not shall be taken away even that which he has. Praise God. If you don't want the little bit that you have to be taken away, praise God. You got to say, God, open doors for me. Look, big cuss, say, let's make it out. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Jesus say, cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Lord Jesus. He say, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. All Jesus is saying is, I invested. I didn't get nothing back. I'm done with it. And it's like that in investment world. It's like that everywhere. If you're investing in something and you see after a period of time, you're not getting an ROI or return on your investment, you just cut bait and you count your losses and you move on. But that don't mean you never invest again. That don't mean you stop. All that means is this particular investment just didn't work. And sometimes God calls people and it just don't work out. But that don't mean God can stop calling people and just... And now here's the beautiful thing about the other side of that, praise God. If you have been labored, got a little weary, and then Jesus said it like this. He said, hey, uh, they heard a voice that said he came to the tree. He didn't see nothing on the tree. He came to it, and he heard a voice say, cut it down. And the intercessor said, hey, hold on. Don't cut it down. Give me a little time. Let me put some dung on it, dig about it, and let's see. A lot of times, some of you, the Lord is dunging you. He's digging around you. He's sending some trials, some opposition to try to dig and show you what's there and then put some fertilizer on it, some word to get you rolling. Praise God. So a lot of you, man, it's not over for you. If you're listening to me tonight, you need to know this. I don't care where you at, how low you sunk, it's not over for you. If God put something in you, the gift and the calling of God with our repentance. He ain't changed his mind. The day he come to reckon with you when you leave here, that's when it's over. But if you still here listening, it ain't over for you. The devil is alive. So let me tell y'all this quick story, how this came to me. Praise God. I was talking to my son today, praise God. And when I was talking to him, he'd been working hard, doing well. And he's driven. And I'm proud of him. He's been doing really good. And he have a lot of good things going his way. And we was just talking. And he was talking about some things that he had achieved. And I said, listen, I said, that's good. I say, but what's the next level? I say, now that you've done this, what's after that? I say, praise God. I said, don't get complacent. Don't settle right here. I'm like, you young, set your goal for the next height. They don't get to this next level. Master it and move forward because you want to get to the end of your life with nothing left. Praise God. So that's it. And the reason I share God's word, the reason why I love God's word so much is this right here in Hebrews. Let me leave y'all with this scripture right here and then we gone. That's it. And then we gone. So some of you that's coming tomorrow, we back in church tomorrow for our first time since March, praise God. We've been sanitizing, getting cleaning companies, checking temperatures, spacing chairs, all kind of things trying to get ready for the people of God. But now, if you have underlying conditions or you elderly, things of that nature, you still not comfortable, praise God. 
That's why we got live stream. We're going to make sure that we still servicing you. And that's okay. Don't let nobody make you feel bad about that. That's your health. You've got to be comfortable with it. Praise God. But if businesses can come to tell, I went to the store today and they had the little spacing on the floor and separating people. So I'm like, hey, I want to go to church. Let's just do it the right way. All right, let me leave you this. And let, this is why I love God's word so much. This is how profound. I thank y'all for hanging with me. I think I went a little too long. All right. Verse Hebrews 11 and 3. And this is how profound God's word is. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. But the reason I love God's word so much is because the whole world and all of these principles of gravity and relativity and all of these, all of that's hanging on God's word. And that lets me know that when I read that word and I grab it, and I start understanding the spiritual principles of the word of God, I have no doubt in my mind that I can base my life on that Bible because everything is hanging on the word of God. Just like the equator and the answers, the word of God, everything rests on his word. Praise God. That's how solid that word is. So grab that word, start studying your word because just how this word, I studied this one parable today. And it blessed me so much, I wanted to share it. I'm trying to max out. I'm trying to get to give God some interest. I don't want to study the Bible and then go in there and find things that I really, really enjoy. And it blessed me. Keep it to myself. I'm going to start sharing it more often, praise God. Because if you start, if I can share these things with you and it can help you in any kind of way, hey, bless God. That's giving Jesus some ROI. So God bless y'all. We love y'all. Can't wait to see y'all tomorrow, those that decide to come out. If anybody want to visit, we're at 1515 West University in Lafayette, Louisiana. Praise God. 1515 West University starting at 10 o'clock. Now, I am requesting that you get there early. The reason I say get there early is because the first portion of the service, we just going to spend a lot of time praying because I want God to fill us with his spirit and wash away all of this whatever you may have picked up in this corona time. We're going to come together again and we're going to get in some good prayer. Bless God. We're going to get in some good prayer and just spend a lot of time praying and getting before God. And the Bible says times of refreshing come from the presence of God. So I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I want to get in the presence of God and I'm hungry for the glory. That's where I'm at right now. I'm personally on a mission for the glory of God. I'm at a place in my life to where I'm just hungry for God. I'm just hungry for the glory, the presence. I just want to be close to God. I want to be a part of what God is doing. And so remember, there's another side to Corona. God is going to bless with healing that. And through the spirit, people are going to get healed. Through medicine, God going to bless them with, with vaccines and treatments. And I already know it, praise God, because that's just how good he is. He's merciful like that. So just prepare yourself, man. Once we get past this, we're going to make sure that we do a work for God to the best of our ability. Praise God. So good night. Love y'all. Hope somebody was blessed. See y'all in the morning.